This episode of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast is brought to you by our patrons on Patreon. Head over to patreon.com slash battlefrontpodcast to help support this show. We're also brought to you by our PayPal supporters, paypal.me slash tie-dye-sheep, T-Y-E-D-Y-E-S-H-E-E-P. Pick your class and learn your battle points. Because it's time for the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. Welcome to episode 117 of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. I'm your host, Sage Goodwin, joined by my brother and co-host, Sam Goodwin. Hello. In this episode, we'll be going over the recent changes to Battlefront 2, our thoughts, and much more. Let's get started. Before we get started, we have a little bit of uh, news. War and Galaxy is back in production. It's no longer based in the Star Wars universe, but it is following the same path and setting. And instead of we're making our own universe, it's going to be an audio drama. So check that out later in 2018. I'm getting all of the the writing done for the episodes. I'm going to open up casting eventually uh, once we get the whole series worked out. But it's going to be pretty fun. And here's a little teaser for the series. I'd been walking for hours across the desert by the time I reached civilization. Time ticked down as each drop of sweat hit the ground. The only way to reach my goal was to drop five miles away from the massive palace. The edge of the sensor perimeter. The ruler of this planet had taken to capturing a small group of his following to demonstrate the power he wielded. I was there when a family of Slythians had been taken as I walked to my hotel. The insurgents on the planet had a track record for stopping these kinds of attacks, but recently they had bigger things to deal with on the far reaches of the galaxy. I was hired to find these captured residents and put an end to the ruler. Now let's get started with the patch notes for Battlefront 2, patch 1.1. Quote, Happy New Year from the Battlefront team. In our first patch of 2018, we're delighted to offer a new blast map on the planet Crate and introduce Iden Versio's TIE Fighter to the roster of hero ships available in Starfighter Assault. Of course, we've also been digging into fan feedback and bug reports to make some fixes and balancing tweaks that we hope you'll enjoy. This is just the first of many exciting updates in store, so please keep your feedback coming. We're always listening for ways to grow, fix, and improve the game. New content. Blast on Crate. We're expanding the ways you can play on Crate by bringing this map to the Blast game mode, battle in the mines among the machinery, and crystals left over from the previous occupants. What do you think of Blast on Crate, Sam? Yeah, it's something that we were talking about that we were missing from the Last Jedi DLC. We needed a smaller game mode map, and you know they eventually added it. I wish it was you know from day one when the update dropped, but I'm glad they actually added you know crate to a smaller game mode. Exactly, crate on Galactic Salt, super fun. Haven't had been able to actually get in a game recently in crate. Played for about three hours, and not even a single game uh, was on crate. So hopefully they fix that aspect. But yeah, I'm really glad that they've added crate for blast especially 
Maybe if now that they've got a smaller game mode map, we might see Crate on Strike or uh, Starfighter Assault. Who knows? Iden Versio's tie slash infighter. Now available as a new hero starfighter in multiplayer matches. Iden Versio leads by example from her personal tie infighter. Custom built for Inferno Squad, this modded tie has seen heroic service in the name of the Emperor. The uh, tie-in fighter abilities are Afterburner, gives the starfighter a temporary speed boost and breaks enemy missile lock. The Afterburner can be canceled after a short time. Laser Barrage charges up a rapid-fire barrage which deals high damage. Dual Proton Torpedoes fires two Proton Torpedoes which track the lock target and deal high damage. And finally, Inferno Leader. For the duration of Inferno Leader, all enemies within a radius are revealed to allied players. These enemies can receive increased damage from all sources. They also added a lot of, I'm not going to go into the details because it's just a lot and too much information to really take into account and it's got a lot of different starfighter cards got a lot of fighter star cards so definitely check that out if you'd like to know more those are in the game that you can see also added new milestones for Aiden's tie fighter um, if you're interested in that they are in the game under the milestones now let's get on to the heroes finn has been nerfed Base damage of his EL-16 was changed from 65 to 45. Uh, reduced the time before heat cooldown kicks in from 3.5 to 1.5 seconds. So that's kind of a, uh, a buff. And then reduced damage of each dead eye shot from 40 to 30. I can uh, I can understand the dead eye shot since that was pretty pretty overpowered. It is. Or it was. He definitely needs some nerfs because he's way more powerful than Captain Phasma was. Oh at, yeah. At the start of the DLC. And dead eye was completely broken you can almost kill any hero with just one active one activate of it yeah uh, but speaking of uh, phasma being weak compared to finn they did reduce the heat generated per shot of her uh, of her weapon so that's good i've definitely been noticing that i've played uh, phasma a little more recently through heroes versus villains and definitely noticed that change like once you fire and then zoom out, it basically cooled out, cools down almost instantly. I wish she got a little bit more buffing, particularly on her, um, you know, staff thing that she pulls out. Now that thing is a completely underpowered and almost not even worth using. You have to really activate it much, yeah, much earlier than you think. Yeah, and it's a close range star card, and she's not really a close range character. She's more of a mid to long range. Yeah. And then Lando, fix a bug where maximize efficiency was not properly granting cooldown reduction. I haven't really ran into that bug, but it's good to know that they've fixed in some bugs. What's interesting is they've added a lot of different changes that they didn't add in the patch notes, which is kind of strange. You've had all of this backlash on the game. I would definitely be highlighting all the things they've changed, uh, but there have been some things that haven't been changed. So if you do notice something, that isn't in the patch notes, let us know, then we can cover it in a future episode of the podcast. Now, Boba Fett. Reduce the damage per rocket of the rocket barrage from 90, from 90 to 78. Reduce the inner damage radius for each rocket of rocket barrage from 2 to 1.5 meters. And reduce the outer damage radius for each rocket of rocket barrage from 4 to 3 meters. So definitely a nerf there. A big nerf. This is his only ability that's useful. Yeah, exactly. 
If they're going to do this, they need to buff his health big time. Yeah, you have a scan pulse that does no damage, and it's not that effective compared to other, you know, the previous game scan pulse. And then you have the confusion rocket that doesn't do damage either. So he, his only damaging star card is being nerfed. And to be honest, it didn't do that much damage that I noticed to heroes. But, you know, if you aimed it at one troop, it would one-shot with the ability. But the cooldown was so long... I thought it balanced out. Yeah, it's definitely a strange focus on Boba Fett. They just seem to target Boba Fett and nerf the crap out of him. Exactly. Uh, a friend of the podcast, Preston, wants to know if uh, you're ready to join him and push the Make Boba Great Again wagon. Hashtag Make Boba Great Again. Yes, I will be starting that campaign soon. Making a poster and everything. Covered the heroes. Now let's go on to the classes and special units. Wookie Warrior reduced Bowcaster Center projectile damage multiplier from 1.3 to 1, lowered Bowcaster fall off distance at the start from 20 to 10 meters and at the end from 30 to 25 meters. They also reshuffled Bowcaster explosion damage and projectile damage to make fall off have higher effect and increased Bowcaster heat per shot. So they've been working on the Wookiee Warrior. A lot of people's complaints have been with the Wookiee Warrior. It is really over. It was overpowered. It's still it's still pretty overpowered, but much more balanced. It was like the equivalent of a hero. It was so good. A lot of the times, I felt like I was playing uh, Chewbacca when I was yeah. playing. Uh, he rivals Chewbacca. The Wookiee Warrior. So he's like the uh, Made in China version of Chewbacca. <laughs> uh, it still takes some skill to play the the Wookiee Warrior, but. It's definitely overpowered. Now let's move on to the specialist. Reduced size of scope glint. That's good. Added scope glint to the following long-range weapons. EL-16HFE, A280, the Pulse Rifle, and Captain Phasma's F-11D. And if you don't know, the, the scope glint is when someone is trying to snipe you and you see that little flare in the background. That's what they're changing. They also increased the burst per minute of all infiltration variants from 100 to 130. And with heavy, they also reduced the area of effect of supercharged and explosive sentry and increased heat per shot for supercharged sentry from 0.015 to 0.017. That was, that's just a drastic change. I can totally tell that it was changed. Yeah. He definitely needed a nerf on the explosive sentry. Yeah, it's still effective. Like, I've been using it with heavy, and it's still effective. So it's not a huge, like, oh my gosh, they just ruined heavy change. It's more of a, oh, it does less damage. And with officer, they reduced the explosion damage when turret is destroyed by blaster fire from 150 to 25. I'm kind of sad about that, because I really enjoyed when I would just destroy someone's turret and then kill the person next to it like that was just so much fun uh they also added ability icons to denoting that a player has been boosted by recharge command and turrets now have an icon that show when the turret is engaging an enemy yeah not too much definitely they haven't been messing too much with the classes because they're pretty balanced um at the moment yeah the abilities now now let's go into the weapon changes which it's quite a few. Uh, the CR2, lower start damage from 17 to 16, lowered end damage from 9 to 8, and reduced damage falloff 
in distance from 40 to 30 meters. So they've changed the effectiveness of the CR2. Now with the barrage, they've tweaked the barrage a little bit. Let us know if you find these kind of episodes kind of taxing on your attention, because I find it taxing just to hear random numbers. So we're not going to go into the exact details. We're more going to go um, into kind of an overall of what they've changed. Uh, they've reduced the blast radius and increased the explosion damage. So they've they've changed the effectiveness a little bit. And then with the Blurg 1120, they've reduced the start and end damage of explosive shot, uh, reduced the fall off, and blast radius, as well as the accuracy of final shots when burst mode is equipped. Blurg definitely has had a big hit to its effectiveness. It was basically, it's basically the uh, equivalent of using the SC-14C with explosive shot. Exactly. Um, now the trip mine has increased the number of mines that can be deployed at the same time from one to two. They've raised the time until mines disappeared after death from five to 15 seconds. That's that's actually a drastic change because a lot of the times I'd place down an explosive and then they'd barely miss it before my trip mine disappeared. I find surprising that the uh, assault hasn't been changed that often, at all in the patch notes at least. I would imagine that it has been changed, they just didn't include it in the patch. Now after a short break we'll get into the galactic assault changes and the other game mode changes and your thoughts on the newest patch for Battlefront 2. You're listening to the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast, a podcast from the Tie-Dye Sheep Entertainment Podcast Network, a network dedicated to bringing content as great and as weird as the hosts. If you'd like to support us on Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash battlefrontpodcast. You can donate $1 up to $10, and we have different tiers for that. So if you'd like to support the show and get some exclusive content, because we'll be doing bonus shows there, you can support us through that link. And at $1 per month, you have the ability to come on the podcast if you so desire. So Kamino has been updated for the spawns to help the droids attack. Phase 2 capture areas are now only on the platforms. On Tatooine, they removed the A-Wing, reduced the ATST battle point cost, and reduced explosive objective timer. So it seems for all of the, um, the galactic assault, they've updated the spawns or reduced explosive objective timer. Uh, something I find interesting on Crate, though, is they updated spawns to help the First Order's attack, reduced health of the Phase 3 objectives, and increased the cost of the Ski Speeders from 0 to 200. So sad about that. Yeah, that seems I, weird. I liked how the Ski Speeders were free. Yeah, 200 battle points isn't that much at all, so why not just make it free? Exactly. And then they have, you know, the Phase 3... And they have the phase three objectives that they're nerfing the damage, I mean the health, which I think they were pretty easy to destroy in the first place. Yeah. What's interesting that um, going on to Jakku, what's interesting is they made two ATSDs available in phase one. Interesting there. I've seen a lot of people finding that a little strange. I haven't actually been on Jakku since the change, so I haven't had personal experience with that, but... I have played the ATSTs, which have changed in Yavin, and those are basically useless. Don't ever choose the ATSTs. <laughs> I got stuck on the outer rim of the 
the perimeter, and I couldn't really do anything at all. On Takadana, they also added an ATST to Phase One. It's really strange. They're going uh, ATST crazy, I guess. On Strike, they tweaked bomb timer duration and minor balancing tweaks. And then uh, General, they added a night variant to Tatooine maps. That is actually really fun. Really enjoyed the uh, night variant. I think a night variant should be added to all maps. Yeah. And uh, they've also increased the frequency of alternative lighting variants across all maps. So if there is a night mode for a map, it will show up more frequently than it was before. Yeah, because from my experience, I haven't had any night variants, and I exclusively play Galactic Assault. And then the rest is just minor and miscellaneous bug fixing and stability improvements. They need to do a little more in uh, terms of stability improvements, because the first time I played after the patch, it wouldn't even let me log on to the servers on EA side. And also getting some weird lag, even when nothing is on the Wi-Fi, so... Need a little more tweaking on that. That's kind of the things I've been having issues with. It's just annoying when your loot crates won't show up and the progression is tied to the loot crate system. It took me like 30 minutes for t- to connect to one of the servers so I can actually get my daily login crate. And in the next, I had to wait till the next day to actually get my celebration crate for the last Jedi season, which is just mind bo- mind boggling. But now let's get on to your thoughts on the newest changes to Battlefront 2. Royski at DJ Royski, friend of the podcast. My thoughts. They need to improve the point system. Also, they need to put stats back in the game like they did in Battlefront 2015. I would love to see how much time I invested in the game so far, but not so much on the KD ratio. I agree. It's it's good on Xbox, like you can check your stats on Xbox, on but on PlayStation you can't check it at all, which I find so annoying, especially since I want to see how much time I've put into the game. And KD ratio, even though that's not really that important, but kind of like the what I loved about the app was I was able to see how many kills I got with each weapon, which like which class would be cool yeah, to see, was, which one I play the most. It was so in-depth. I could see how many heroes, like I mean, how many kills I got with each hero even i mean you could check other player stats and compare so i think they maybe should add a, just some stat maybe with the companion app i don't know yeah hopefully that there were leaks that uh of a progression tracking system for the game who knows if that's actually real or fake it looked really ugly but I would love to be able to track my stats, which class I played the most, which weapon I used most with that class, which star card I used the most, how many kills I got with that star card, stuff like that. That would be so much fun or so interesting to check and actually help me to, especially like uh, with the last Jedi season, you had to get a certain amount of kills which with each class. That'd be so much more helpful to be able to say count, okay, I've gotten this many counts this many kill counts before the last Jedi season started and then write that number down since they don't show you the actual stats and then just go forward and keep track of it that way. Jake O'Connell at Jake O'Connell. I think most changes have been good. ATST's on Jakku is odd. Boba's barrage nerf is a shame but can be balanced by giving by giving him more health as he's got a pretty small amount right now. The new time challenges with better rewards than before 
the last Jedi season as a welcome bonus as well. Yeah, I still don't agree with the Boba Fett thing. Like he was completely balanced in my opinion. Yeah, like you see Chewbacca, who's destroying in heroes versus villains. They don't even touch him. Chewbacca needs a fix now. Chewbacca is just completely and utterly broken. And they touch Boba Fett. Like what? He's got a minuscule amount of health. His only good ability is a barrage, which they nerf the crap out of. I mean, just leave him alone. His EE3 is very inaccurate when you're firing the weapon. Yeah, he's a bounty hunter. He should be outputting more damage than he takes. Yeah, so I liked how they had before where he's super weak, but he could pack a punch. But overall, what are your thoughts on the the Last Jedi patch or post-season patch, Sam? Overall, I think it's good. It's a solid first patch, and I'm looking forward to seeing what they do more with the heroes because, you know, they fixed Lando a little bit and then nerfed Boba Fett because there's a lot of heroes and villains. I just want to see what they do with that. Actually, Guillaume Raz had um, took to Twitter in a rare case of activity on there. Just recently uh, tweeted, forgot looking at our second favorite bounty hunter, EE3 Boba Fett. Definitely, there it says he's going to be working on changing the effectiveness at long range. And... The thing I really liked is that he posted what heroes he's working on right now. On this tweet, he says, Hey, haven't been on here for a while. I've been back at work for about a week now. Just want to let you know what I'm looking at besides new stuff. So they're looking at Palpatine's lightning and dark aura, as well as combat rolls, overpoweredness, Phasma's staff attacks, Iden's droid stun, Luke being a bit weak, Kylo being a bit weak, Yoda being a bit weak in Heroes vs. Villains, where he's a bit too strong, as well as Bosk being too strong. And they're having a look at Chewbacca, which is greatly appreciated. Chewbacca needs to be nerfed now. Yeah, as long as you you know had a ground slam, you're pretty good, much good with Chewbacca. Stun everyone, because Hero stuns in Battlefront 2 is just so annoying. Give us, that's the biggest gripe I have, as well as friend of the podcast, Preston, and I think a lot of other people, is the terrible stun animations. You get hit once, or, or you get knocked down. Knockdown animations just take forever. You get choked and thrown by Darth Vader, and you're just you're done for. Get, yeah. Give up now. If you ever played the Lord of the Rings Conquest that was made by Pandemic, they had b- crap, crappy stun animations when they were knocked down and like a maybe equal version of that because when you're knocked down they can just combo you I mean there's a combo with Luke that I had uh, Darth Vader on the ground for like 10 seconds where he couldn't do anything yeah it's just they really need to change that I find it just so annoying yeah and then if you force choke someone off of Kamino I mean you can't do anything Kamino or Kashyyyk um, those two maps are just annoying I need those, the knockdown animations changed. I need Darth Vader's force choke on heroes to be changed because that's just, you get hit by that and you are done for. Yeah, and that was one of the things I was excited for. Not having, you know, the stupid stun animation of Battlefront 2015. Now it's worse. Exactly, yeah. But also regarding the overpoweredness of rolling combat rolls i was able to survive 
against Yoda as assault an officer by rolling backwards over and over again. And every single time on Heroes vs. Villains and I'm attacking the target, all they have to do is roll away from me when I have them at 100 health, 20 health, any amount of lower health, they just roll away until they regen the health. And it's just really annoying and something they really need to change, which they're looking at. They're also looking at the stats that the new patch has added for Battlefront 2. I would I would love to see those stats because I wish they, uh, for... For Battlefront 2015, with the beta, they launched all the stats. They're like, you killed so many, so like, 10,000 Darth Vader and Lukes. You shot this many enemies. You, flo- you flew this many times. You knocked down the AT-AT so-and-so amount of times. I would love to see stats like that. Give us an update post-patch or something like that. I would love to see that. But that's all for this episode of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. I've been your host, Sage Goodwin. I'm Sam Goodwin. You can follow us on Twitter at SWB Podcast. You can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Podcast, or PayPal, paypal.me slash tie-dye-sheep, T-Y-E-D-Y-E-S-H-E-E-P. We'd greatly appreciate it if you supported us in any way. We're going through a lot of additions to the podcast. We're trying to make it the best possible that we can. We want to do video versions of the podcast, and we can't do that without a new camera. Uh, so we're saving up for that, and we'd really appreciate it if you helped us out with that. Anything anything you can give us, we would appreciate. Whatever you feel the podcast is worth to you, um, we would greatly appreciate anything you can give us. Or if you don't want to spend anything at all, you can support us through leaving a review on iTunes. We'd really appreciate that. It really helps out our podcast and also gets great feedback. You guys are awesome. Mucho awesome. So we really appreciate your support uh, in any way that you can give it to us. We have a YouTube channel, the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast, youtube.com slash the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. We'll get get you there. We upload past versions of the podcast on there with gameplay. So if you'd like to listen to the podcast on YouTube, you can definitely do it that way. Trying to get caught up, need to record more gameplay. But we're hoping to do more things there, as well as little short snippets of each episode. If you like awesome people, check out our Discord definitely a great place to hang out and chill and talk about battlefront we're trying to organize some group parties i'm thinking maybe every sunday or something like that would would really like to do that weekly Uh, but we're planning that out there and we'll also announce it on twitter again you can contact us on twitter or on our email battlefrontpodcast at gmail.com you can listen to the show on itunes soundcloud stitcher google play or anywhere you find podcasts as always Thanks for listening, and may the Force be with you.